Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks for tuning in. If you're a new listener, welcome. Glad you found us. You know, in tango, the answers to many of our questions are simple to understand, yet challenging to follow through on. Let's keep that in mind as we get into today's episode. My guest is originally from Buenos Aires, but is now based in Los Angeles, California. She is a former ballet and flamenco dancer, but lucky for us, she's stuck with tango. In fact, she's largely responsible for pioneering much of LA's tango scene. In 1993, she produced and designed live Las Vegas show Viva Tango, which involved 37 artists, musicians, dancers, and singers. 37. It's a lot of people to keep track of. She's also been involved with a number of other prominent tango shows and has worked with dozens of internationally acclaimed figures in the world of tango. As a promoter, she really helped inspire tango's growth in Southern California by bringing in a number of famous guest instructors, such as Carlos Gavito, Marcela Duran, Osvaldo Soto, Natalia Hills, and many, many others. On top of that, today's guest has been an instructor in Glendale, California since 2002. She also established a major line of tango apparel as well as her own line of tango shoes. She is a busy lady who shows no signs of slowing down. And with me now is Yolanda Rossi. Yolanda, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. It's great to be talking to you. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. So Yolanda, you have a very extensive dance background. You've uh, done ballet. You've also done flamenco. Um, but growing up, did you have you been doing tango dancing all of your life as well? I will say yes. Uh, we used to dance at home. Mm-hmm. I my first tangos were with my father, of mm-hmm. course. I was about probably eight years old. Wow. And I was already very, very much in the dance uh, uh, world, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to um, experience different dancing, uh, folklore, uh, flamenco, Mm -hmm. uh, just by imitation before I I was able to go to a school of dance, Mm -hmm. which was about two years after. Okay, wow. That's great. Yeah, dancing at a young age. That's such a great thing to do. Yeah, flamenco. That's interesting. I studied in Spain when I was in college. I, I took a Sevillana class, which I really enjoyed. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so yeah. flamenco. Yeah. How long were you dancing flamenco for? Actually, it, it was more than anything else, uh, dances from Spain, because this was mm-hmm. done in an um, academy this school belonged to a French conservatory, mm-hmm. which was attached to the uh, Opera of France. Mm-hmm. And we used to have uh, teachers coming once a year to rate us, to examine us, mm-hmm. uh, to graduate us um, year by year uh, through the system of the school. In other words, it was a school regulated by this um, incredible opera of France, mm-hmm. the opera of Paris. Probably you you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And so, so it was an, an structured schooling mm-hmm. where you have to examine yourself every year oh. through this system of the schooling. And we... Um, they were dances of Spain. It means you needed to learn 
a little bit of every different dance from Spain, La Jota, Paso Doble, mm. eh, Sevillanas, everything, every year you were um, learning something new, all in the context of the dances from Spain. Okay. Okay. So it was a little bit more complicated than just to learn one style only. You, mm. I was, I was studying to become a teacher. So as a teacher, you needed to learn different styles in order to to teach people different styles. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah, good. And, and lucky for us, you specialize in tango. So how did that happen? How did you really make the transition to, to expect to specializing in tango more full-time? This happened when I retired from being a full-time mother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have lots of time for myself, of course, mm -hmm. than never I have before. So uh, I needed to go back to dancing. Mm. Uh, desperately needed to go back to dancing. So, mm -hmm. yes. So what, what happened? Tango uh, grabbed me, per se, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, because um, I have uh, some friends in Los Angeles and mm -hmm. they were beginning to uh, teach classes in Los Angeles. And so the first time that I visit them, I never left. <laughs> I nice. was completely, completely, um, uh, how can I say it? Uh, um, I just went there for the first time and mm -hmm. I go back and back and I stay with them for years, I, I will mm -hmm. say for years. And this was uh, Miriam Larisi and Sandor. Uh, this was a new couple of dancers in Los Angeles mm -hmm. uh, for the first time having um, uh, group classes. Okay. And so that's the way I started, you yeah. know, started with them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I stay with them for all the years that they teach. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. And Yolanda, also, you got involved with doing a lot of organizing of performances. Now, that, did you also perform yourself? Absolutely. Um, nice. I started with them, and uh, I'm going to give you the years, in 1994. Mm -hmm. That was uh, actually 91 I started with them. Mm -hmm. to, 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 they teach me uh, the techniques and all of that of tango, of course. Mm -hmm. and, and immediately after that, uh, after two or three years being with them and working with them, then I, I started with my first, first and only, per se, uh, <laughs> partner, which okay. was which was Michael Spinoza. Okay, nice. Yes. Before that, we brought from Argentina a tango company that uh, came to Los Angeles 
They work in Las Vegas first. Yeah. This was the only Argentine company that mm-hmm. worked in Las Vegas for nine months, consecutive mm-hmm. nine months in different hotels. Um, and it was a complete company of tango, musicians, mm-hmm. dancers, and singers. Yeah. And yeah. the show was called Viva Tango. Mm-hmm. Viva Tango. And yeah. that, was, that was in Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So I mean, so many people working together and, and practicing. And I mean, like you said, over 30 uh, musicians, singers, dancers. Uh, right. So yeah, how do you keep so many people organized? You know, that seems like a very, uh, a huge task. It, it was, it was. And they also, they also traveled with us to different cities during the, the, the six months. It was not easy, but it's mm-hmm. the Argentine group this group mm-hmm. and in all of them all the ones that i've been having the uh, pleasure to meet them they are very disciplined very organized mm-hmm. they were very very young mm-hmm. it was the first time that they were dancing out of buenos aires mm-hmm. and it was it was really a pleasure working with them mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah, this was just a very exciting time for tango internationally. I mean, the, the 90s is when it really started, 90s and 2000s is when, you know, tango really started to become more popular uh, around the world. So I think that's just a great time for you to have, uh, to really start getting getting involved. Yeah, this this was the era of uh, uh, the first time the Forever Tango came to mm. also to United States. Yeah. So, uh of course, it's a complete different company, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was the 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 nineties, the nineties, yeah. ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Right. Uh, I remember ninety three. Forever Tango was here in Los Angeles for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, how was it that you had the connection to bring a lot of these wonderful dancers and shows to places like Los Angeles and Las Vegas? Um, this was with my husband. Mm-hmm. He was here in Los Angeles, a musician, mm-hmm. Argentine musician that was uh, working for years and years and years in Hollywood. He did mm-hmm. many different music for, for the movies. Um, actually, he even got a, a, an Oscar for the one of the, the Orson Welles movies. Um, oh, wow. Yes. And so Hollywood was starting to use him less and less because it was uh, everything was changing. Yeah, he did many uh, backgrounds and and, and and music for movies, mm-hmm. but he also had kind of a, a lot of free time, and he was a friend of ours. Oh, okay. Between him, which he was. Um, um, uh, from Buenos Aires, between him, my mm-hmm. husband, and I, and me, mm-hmm. we decided to do that, to go to Buenos Aires, put together a company, mm-hmm. uh, do some auditions, get some dancers, and we decided it was going to be a good idea to bring a show mm-hmm. to Los Angeles. We have a connection here with a, yeah. with a promoter in Los Angeles, and we decided to do it. Oh, it that's was great. very, very difficult. 
we they did work uh, well, but uh, it was not easy to sustain a company for so long. Yeah, very expensive. So everything, mm. every money that was in, it was out very fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we needed to return them to Buenos Aires uh, mm. after the last uh, time that they worked. It was in Tijuana, Mexico. Mm-hmm. After that, they, need, they needed to go back to Buenos Aires because it was very expensive to sustain them in Los Angeles. The most important is that we did then, we did mm. put together or we call some of the couples they were dancing already, local couples, they were dancing already here in California. Mm-hmm. No. So we did present, we put together a, a show that was called Tango Splash, mm-hmm. which is still the name of my company. Yeah. And this was done with local talent. Mm-hmm. And it was about eight couples, eight, eight different couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was an, an incredible showing in, in 1996, was presented in the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Mm. And it was uh, uh, also with singers, mm-hmm. musicians, uh, the couples, every, all, all this uh, local talent, Mm-hmm. Um, we put it together and it was absolutely a, a complete success. Mm-hmm. We have a, one uh, dancer invited from Argentina mm-hmm. and he was one of the most important teachers in California on those mm-hmm. years. He was one of the teachers that started the whole um Tango community in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Orlando Paiva Sr. I okay. don't know if you know about him, but he was uh, one of the number one mm-hmm. uh, masters, teachers mm-hmm. that started the whole um, uh, tango community in, in Los Angeles. Yeah. In California, actually, because mm-hmm. I did teach with him several years mm-hmm. in San Francisco and many other cities around California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after these shows would come and they'd be this big success, were you getting um, a lot of new students as a result? As I say, yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yes. Um, and again, because Orlando uh, Paiva, mm-hmm. uh, stay with us for a couple of months and so we uh, prepare a tour for him Mm -hmm. classes in los angeles every Mm -hmm. day in different locations as you know los angeles is a large large yeah (laughs) so you can teach uh, in the morning in in hollywood and in the the afternoon you can be in santana teaching Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's so spread up, you know, that there is impossible mm-hmm. for everybody to come to one location. So the teacher yeah. 
is the one that is driving around and teaching in different locations. Mm-hmm. He stayed with us for about six months, more or less, mm-hmm. before going back to Rosario, where mm-hmm. is Rosario, Argentina, yeah. where is he lived, you know, he stayed with us and he did um, started the Again, again, he restarted the community going and the and local teachers again mm-hmm. started the whole thing with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, because during this whole time, you're also teaching as well here in, in the in the Los Angeles area, which is which is really nice. So, yeah, just kind of a question, like kind of a cultural question, like learning tango in the U.S. or teaching it versus learning it in Buenos Aires, what were, what were some differences you noticed? The, the, I will say none because mm-hmm. uh, I was so um, fortunate mm-hmm. to always bring the best couples and teachers from Argentina. Mm-hmm. I always, for several years, probably five or, or, or even more than five years, mm-hmm. I always work with teachers from Argentina, mm-hmm. Rodolfo Dinsel, Carlos and Alicia, mm-hmm. Paiva, Orlando Paiva, of course, mm-hmm. Carlos Gavito, Marcela mm-hmm. Durán, Los Rivarolas, César Coelho, Osvaldo Soto and Lorena Hermosilla, they came and stay with me several years, Nito and Elba, mm-hmm. Oscar and Georgina. I can keep giving you names and names yeah. and names <laughs> and yeah. names nonstop. Every mm-hmm. single teacher that you know mm-hmm. teach in this home, El Pulpo, Pupi, Vanessa yeah. Villalba, everybody, uh, Gabriel Misé, Natalia Hills. So, I always brought for my students mm-hmm. and for myself mm-hmm. all this talent to yes. Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So Guillermina Quiroga also, I have to, I cannot <laughs> forget <laughs> her. Mm-hmm. So it, the, the way that we present our classes and the way mm-hmm. uh, we teach our students was the same thing that you, the same way that you learn in, in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so wonderful. Like, you know, I, I've taken some classes or at least seen performances from a lot of the people you mentioned, and they're just absolutely wonderful. Um, and it's great that you gave your students an opportunity to work with them. So having spoken to and worked with all of these different uh, tango masters, oh, uh, what is, is there, is there maybe one or a few ingredients or a few um, qualities they all have in common, like despite being very different dancers, but is there something that, uh, that they all have in common that really makes them great? Uh, first of all, authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, they are authentic. Everyone mm-hmm. in, in their different ideas and the different concepts they always have to offer that authenticity, mm-hmm. you know. So, and the, the way they project the culture, 
is mm -hmm. very important because dancing is not only about moving or about mm -hmm. um, uh, learning a combination of steps. Dancing is about the spiritual, the, 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 the intention, the culture of, of how you interpret interpret the music and how to, to mm -hmm. uh, you understand uh, mm -hmm. the music and how you understand the connection with your partner. Mm -hmm. So that's where they all know how to teach better than other teachers, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So a lot of the people who listen to the podcast, they are uh, relatively new to tango. They're just starting to get really interested. So uh, what's some advice you have for beginners who are interested in tango or who, who have just started? Well, um, patience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> lots, lots of patience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> open mind. Mm -hmm. Be open-minded. Uh, come to the class to have a little bit of fun, mm -hmm. to learn to be disciplined, mm -hmm. to learn to trust your teacher because mm -hmm. your teacher knows the steps that you need specifically to learn something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very important when the, the student really trusts the teacher. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, be cons constant. Don't don't think that you will you will learn uh, just because you you think you you can see something and learn it. You know, mm -hmm. listen um, and be constant. Be because every day, every second, you can learn something. That you that you did not understand mm -hmm. at the beginning uh you have to really dedicate yourself mm -hmm. with patience to become a better dancer and more than anything else enjoy the dancing yeah yeah absolutely yeah and, and yolana here's another question i have maybe for students who are more uh, more experienced so as we start getting better uh, as we start becoming, you know, more accustomed to going to the milongas and then practicas and festivals, and um, as we start to improve, so what what advice do you have for, uh, I guess, more advanced students or more um, experienced students to maintain or to continue on with uh, with with being good at tango? You learn every day. If you dance every day, you learn something all the time, mm -hmm. and keep keep learning from different teachers mm -hmm. taking classes is very very important mm -hmm. uh, you always will learn something else with from a different teacher of course mm -hmm. and dance a lot you know dancing is what it makes the master the practice the milongas mm -hmm. are so mm -hmm. important yeah uh, uh, dance with different people because again, mm -hmm. uh, you never know when that magic partner is going to make you learn something that you never experienced before. Mm 
Mm -hmm. so sometimes it happens because it happens, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 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 So be there, be there, be there all the time because classes, uh, different style of classes, musicality, um, very important, very mm -hmm. important the way you uh, experience the music. Musicality mm -hmm. is very important, technique also is, is very important, but more than anything else, group classes, dancing, with different people all the time to try not to just stay with just one person not yeah. even even if you are professional mm -hmm. you don't do that you 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 have to dance with other people yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think i really like what you said about always be learning new things so for you yolanda what's uh what's something new that you learned recently maybe within the last few months or, or years in your own dancing unfortunately this last year none <laughs> <laughs> i learned to dance by myself that's all what i learned <laughs> to do the technique by myself mm -hmm. and i one of the one of the things that i do i have the opportunity to sometimes to not exactly to take a class, but to sit in a series of classes mm -hmm. and, and hear the teacher a lot. It's, it's amazing how little sometimes a student listens to the teacher because he's saying something mm -hmm. and you're already thinking how you're going to do it, how you're going to process what he's saying. Mm -hmm. So when you sit down and you're not going to dance and you just listen, you mm -hmm. learn quite a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because as soon as the teacher says something, you start even moving, mm -hmm. even physically or mentally. And once mm -hmm. you start moving, then you're no longer listening. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you're so right. I remember uh, someone saying about how to be a good tango teacher is that, you know, you'll have to repeat yourself. You'll have to say things again. I'm like, really? And then I realized that's totally true. As a student, I was doing exactly what you said. Once the teacher started saying, explaining, I would try to move already. And then you know, the yeah. teacher would have to repeat himself and say, oh yeah, I did hear you say that, but I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah. Either either you you moving mentally or even physically. And, yeah. and already mm -hmm. uh, it's more difficult to understand what the teacher really told you, you know? Yeah. You know? So, mm -hmm. uh, but again, um, it's uh, once you move and once you want to try something you also want to really go back to the teacher mm -hmm. and 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 ask the teacher if you interpreting what the teacher said correctly yes because i have a, a student that has been with me for many many years and mm -hmm. when i say something and he does it he thinks that is doing it the way i say it but he's mm -hmm. not uh -huh. Until I say it two or three times, mm -hmm. and I make him do it the way I say that mm -hmm. it has to be done, mm -hmm. then, he, he, then he said, oh, yeah. that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, we got to listen like and I think I think um you know if you're not moving physically, not moving 
mentally. I think that's also incredibly, incredibly important. So Yolanda, I want to change topics a little bit to uh, fashion and shoes. Other is another area of tango that you are also very well known for. So, you know, was this uh, your interest in, in fashion and in shoes? Was that, was that happening at the same time as all of these performances and, um, as, and as you were uh, dancing and learning? Actually, it, it happens a little bit before because I used to ha- own a big store, department store mm. of fashions okay. uh, before, before I started dancing full time. Actually, mm. let me explain you. I used to have a huge, huge store in downtown Los Angeles, and my store was the first one that was burned down with the riots oh. of, with King when, when yeah. that happened, remember? I remember that, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's horrible. So my store was burned down and uh, of course I needed to close down and everything, but I used to have that store mm-hmm. and I always were connected with fashions uh, and then I just, I decided to dedicate myself to, I was the first one importing shoes for tangos from Argentina oh. uh, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that people was asking me for my shoes mm-hmm. and I used to give some of my shoes to my students. Mm-hmm. And so the next time that I went to Buenos Aires, I, I brought 10 pairs and they, <laughs> they disappear. So the then I, I started to get in touch with Buenos Aires and said, we need shoes in here. My students, they want shoes. Yeah. So that's the way I started. And of course, also dresses and mm-hmm. pants and men's uh, fashions. Yeah. I also have men's pants, hats, lenges, mm-hmm. uh, shoes for men, uh, practical shoes, mm-hmm. you name it. Everything yeah. that we need. Mm-hmm. For besides music and and teachers and and and, and dance floors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoes very important. Yeah, so yes. great. Yeah, yeah. And and today, like, of course, it's been kind of difficult with the pandemic. But I, but you do travel around with your shoes and with your fashion. With the that is correct. Yeah. I do most mm-hmm. of the, the most important festivals in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. I mean in. In, in the U.S., mm-hmm. San Francisco, Dallas, uh, Colorado, you name it. Yeah. Uh, I love to be in the festivals. I go to enjoy the festival and to mm-hmm. take the shoes and things the people need to dance. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I I am I'm, I'm lucky that way. I do the two things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Now you also have your own line of tango shoes. So do you also design your own yes. tango shoes? Yes. Wow. I have my own um, a mm. line of for ladies and 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 I did several um, uh, new things that never was done before, like uh, the very very low heels for the ladies that they cannot use high heels, mm-hmm. the <clears throat> special support under the arch that was never done before. Since I'm a dancer myself, 
Mm -hmm. I understand the needs. I understand how much we suffer uh, with our feet. So I was able to introduce, to make Mm -hmm. the people in Argentina design and uh, introduce all Mm -hmm. of these things to make more comfortable shoes, Mm -hmm. the same as beautiful shoes. I also bring um, the best lines from Italy. Mm -hmm. There are shoes that are amazing. Yeah. Um, the beauty and the mm-hmm. quality of the Italian shoe is very, very important. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what makes your shoes so comfortable or is that a secret? Um, a special double cushions mm-hmm. in, in the whole shoe plus the support under the arch, which is something the other companies don't do. Plus, uh-huh. the, plus the lower the very flat, very low, mm-hmm. very medium heels. Most of, the, most of the companies, they do high heels. Mm-hmm. The beautiful high heels heel for the beautiful young girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful um, young girl and, and, and uh, a strong-legged dancer. But you know, as you know, we have mm-hmm. students of all different specifications so if we want them to dance we need to do make shoes for them yeah Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah that's great getting into you know not just passionate with the dancing but also with uh, the things that come with it in the Mm -hmm. the fashion and the shoes yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. los angeles do you you i I, I don't live i used to i used to live in northern california now i live in um in wisconsin but uh yeah, I was in Los Angeles, I think, uh, in May of 20, or no, in um, September of 2019, I was there for the International Tango Summit. Uh, so uh, ah, that, was, yeah. that, was, that was the last time I danced in, in L.A. But, um, oh, I really, and I, I really, was there. I was yeah. there in the summit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. interviewing people there, but uh, yeah, I would love. I miss the weather, so when I come back mm-hmm. out there, I'll have to I'll have to find you and take home some new shoes. <laughs> right. Because you make shoes for men as well, right? As as yes, yes. Mm-hmm. As soon as you know, we have amazing mm-hmm. uh, milongas here in Los Angeles since yeah. our city is so is so big and so mm-hmm. open. We Saturdays we have five different places to to go dancing. That's amazing. Main <laughs> milonga. Sa, mm-hmm. star, I mean, we have milongas every day of the week. And mm-hmm. in, in, in here we used to. Yeah. In, in, in 2019, you know, yeah. amazing milongas. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Every 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 other city. Uh, you know, spread up, but we have milongas every day of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. really, really uh, an incredible place to to dance mm-hmm. because we can. Besides the classes, right? Most of the milongas they have also classes mm-hmm. uh, before the milonga, of course. Yes. yes, and most of the time we also have invited teachers mm-hmm. from other cities. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's great because when you have many teachers visiting and, and a lot of people performing, um, this must inspire a lot of students to want to perform as well. I mean, even Absolutely. if it's, yeah. Absolutely. So so what advice do you have for students who, who want to perform? Specifically, how do you, 
um, yeah, I guess how, how would you, what would your, what would your advice be? Like if someone well, comes to do you, that, I'm interested. You, you probably know mm-hmm. they will have uh, two uh, events per year mm-hmm. uh, where the student can compete and perform. Yep. We have the, the summit is mm-hmm. one of them, yep. which is in September. And the other one is in March, which is the Southern California Championship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what happened is <clears throat> the couples, you get, you prepare yourself, you get uh, prepared all the way with uh, what uh, your teacher prepares you mm-hmm. to perform. Uh, or in, in the different categories that you wanted to participate. Mm-hmm. So you prepare yourself uh, with the private classes, with your choreographies, mm-hmm. and of course, with your outfits, your shoes. You got to be absolutely ready, prepared to compete. And to, of course, everybody wants to uh, win. Yeah. Way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the one in March uh, sends the uh, the winner couple to Buenos Aires to participate in Buenos Aires. Nice. So it, it has it, it has been lately something that most of the students they want to mm-hmm. do. If you if you bless enough to have the right partner, yeah. Because in order to do this, mm-hmm. you have to have the right partner. You have to work well together you have mm-hmm. to discipline together yeah. you gotta get along together because it's it's it's, it's a complete complete adventure mm-hmm. it's a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. you know absolutely but, but it's yeah. really nice and yeah. it was full blast going well till the virus started and yeah. everything Everything is going to go back again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure, then in um, three or four more months, we're going to start dancing again. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, absolutely. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just, you know, as you said, with, with the performing, there's the, the, the practice and the discipline and that's, that's definitely true. But how, as a teacher, how would you, um, what kind of advice would you give to, for students to mentally prepare because so much of tango is also very mental uh it is it is a, you need to be very very um um careful mm-hmm. i will say careful I, I i do all the time because you as a teacher when your student comes to you for the first time mm-hmm. they either it's going to stay with the dance and they're going to love the dance and the teacher and the, and the punishment because at the beginning is torture. <laughs> they either going to love you or they're going to run to the hill and never come back. If you are the wrong person, mm-hmm. the way you talk to a person, the way you teach a person, um, I have to tell you for sure that I that I'm very very proud mm-hmm. of being a teacher that can teach beginner beginner people mm-hmm. 
And my beginners, they never run away. I've wow. been, I've been uh, teaching most of the local teachers today in Los, mm. in Los Angeles. They, most of them, they started with me and they still not only dancing, they become teachers themselves. That's great. It's very, very important the way you approach a person because when a person comes to dance, it's not only the dance that is coming out in the dance floor. It's the frustrations, the inhibitions, the, um, the, ¿cómo se dice miedos? The fear. The securities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of that you have to deal with, deal with very careful in order for that person to go over all of this, to, 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 uh, como se dice, um, to, to be able to do it, you yeah. know, if mm -hmm. you, if you have that kind of a patience, when a teacher uh, wants to uh, rush you to, too soon, yeah. or uh, demands from you to, something that you not ready to be able to do yet mm -hmm. that that student is going to go away yeah for yeah. sure yeah. Mm -hmm. so Absolutely. you have to have some kind of a psychology in your mind and said uh oh <laughs> not it's not it's not the time to say this it's not the time to do this mm -hmm. and, and 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 it's very important it's very very mm -hmm. important and to prepare your students to later on go and to be able to cope and deal with a teacher that is not going to have that kind of a time and that kind of a patience because it's a larger class, it is a more important group, or mm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You have to be able to prepare them to go up there mm -hmm. and not to, you know, not to give up, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's not only the, the teaching, it's only the the mind, you got to prepare their mind mm -hmm. you know, to, for them not to frustrate themselves. You know? Right. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, Yolanda, it's, it's great that you're still teaching. And yes, I hope this pandemic ends so that we can all get back to, to tango because I keep hearing about so many people who miss it and they're just kind of going crazy not being able to dance. So. That's, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. Thank God for some of the teachers that are doing the um, <clears throat> the uh, visual classes. It's, that's that's mm -hmm. very good. Yeah. Um, it's not the same thing, of course, in, right. in any respect. Mm -hmm. But at least there are some. There are, you know, some mm -hmm. people is yeah. enjoying it that way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great. So, Yolanda, where do we find out more about you online? Uh, well, I have my uh, my tangosplash.com page, mm -hmm. yep. which, which at the be before it was more dedicated to my classes and to, uh, which is a portion in there mm -hmm. still of my classes and my pictures and my performance and things mm -hmm. like that. Now it's more dedicated to my shoes, mm -hmm. of course. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. But um, I, I'm, in, I'm online and, and um, I'm all over. Uh, everybody okay. knows where I am all the time. Mm -hmm. 
I'm in Facebook, I'm in Instagram, and trying to to be up there, you know, so people can get in touch. But um, Mm -hmm. uh, in uh, in the future, uh, uh, plans in my Mm -hmm. future plans, uh, I have two or three things in mind, but I nothing. Definitely, mm-hmm. until we know for sure that is right. something is, is, you know, the things are going to be back to normal. I think it's going to be, uh, besides my classes, which I think are going to start in about two or three months. Mm-hmm. After that, um, uh, I'm going to wait until next year to to do something a little bit more, more, okay. more important. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Great. Yeah. Well, Yolanda, I feel like I could, again, talk all day about Tango with you, but I know uh, you probably have a lot of things uh, on your mind. So I um, want to thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to me. I think this has been a lot of fun. And I think there's a lot here that um, students all over the world listening will be able to, to learn. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for calling me. It's yeah. my pleasure. And uh, we are here in Los Angeles. Come and yeah. dance with us. <laughs> I would love to. Yeah, next time I'm out there, I'll definitely um, yeah, ah, come please, look you up. Please, I would like to meet you in person. That would be so nice. That would be great. All right. Thank you so much, Yolanda. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Stay safe, please. Yes, you too. Okay, that was Yolanda Rossi. It's great that she's been so dedicated to bringing tango to Southern California. And it's great that she's utilized the connections she's had and she's been able to create all sorts of wonderful events. And her being so involved with tango for over 30 years and still being really excited about it, I find that inspiring. A lot of people who've been giving their time to her career for over three decades, um, you know, they usually get burned out and they look forward to retirement. But Yolanda's still going strong and not only that, she's even making new plans. And that's, that's pretty amazing. And having worked closely with so many well-known tango masters, I'm glad that Yolanda noticed the common quality they all had. And that's authenticity. And we've mentioned this before, but, but a good reminder can't hurt. When it comes to tango, you really have to dance it in a way that reflects your personality. You have to give and present that which you are and not what you think other people want. And I also appreciate Yolanda's advice for beginning tango students. In addition to having patience, we also need to listen. When an instructor is explaining a figure, many of us start moving. We start trying to do it as the teacher is explaining it. Or we start hashing it out in our heads. I mean, it's great that we're dedicated, but uh, this really isn't helpful. And I hate to admit it, but I still catch myself doing that. When an instructor demonstrates a step, it's easy to look at it and say, yeah, I know how it works. We probably don't because there's usually a difference between what we actually see versus what we think we see. So we got to listen. We have to stand still. As Yolanda said, we have to stand still physically and mentally and listen. So thank you again, Yolanda, for telling us your story, for sharing your thoughts and for your time. And as usual, a huge thank you to all you listeners for tuning in. It really means a lot that you've made time to listen to this show. If you've been a fan for a while and would like to help keep the podcast going, you can make a secure donation through PayPal or join my podcast page on Subscribestar, which you can find at subscribestar.com slash tango podcast. Links are in the description. Thanks for your support. All right. You've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon.